Could we build an IndyCar-influenced car but still make it a traditional roadster? Okay. okay. That's where it kind of started. Okay. And so on about Which is a nice, it's a weird, eclectic sort of blend it, you know, of, it is. of two, two different types of avenues. It is, but, it, you know, Indy was, I was an IndyCar nut when I was in school, because, uh-huh. and my, my uncle, my great uncle, was the first chief of tech at Indy. Really? Yeah. And what so, was his name? <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> it's not important. <laughs> um. Hey, welcome to Car Guy Confessions, brought to you by ARP. I'm Jeff Smith. This is my car buddy, Cam Benzie, and car builder, Steve Strope, and we're going to tell you some stories. Welcome to another episode of Car Guy Confessions with Jeff Smith. This is kind of special because Steve is not here, Cam's not here, but I'm with my good friend, Jack Chisinau, and uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, let's just get into it, shall we? So we're, well, first of all. First of all, we have to thank our sponsors, our friends at ARP-Bolts.com, and also want to give a shout-out to the, our friends at the, the Grand National Roadster Show because they're out here that give us a little place to, to, to visit, and yep. you were here with your car. Yep. So this is a great situation. We want to thank all those guys that help us out with this because <clears throat> it would be much more difficult. Imagine trying to out there somewhere. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we talked about chaos before. It would be chaos. Yeah. yeah. But, okay, so we're at the Roadster Show, and you have an entry as an yeah. amber yeah, amber car. Yeah, sure. So let's, let, tell us about it. Okay, it's a 32, 1932 Ford, um, original body, original frame car that I've had forever. Really? And, yeah, I, I don't remember when I got it. But uh, uh, so I, you know, busy at vintage air and mm-hmm. so it's hard to do all these things but um you know i uh finally got started on it probably about six years ago okay and um and you know we worked on it pretty steady from then mm-hmm. and uh, me and uh, uh primarily myself and george hagee okay was um, a guy that came to work at vintage air and and uh, he uh, he's a real metal guy, mm-hmm. metal shaper guy, and 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 very handy. He's done two things in his life: he's built race cars and he's raced race cars. There you go. Until he came over and worked for us, so <laughs> now he's working on hot rods. But you know, I probably should have prefaced this by explaining to everyone who you are, just in case somebody may not know. Yeah. So you started Vintage Air. When was that? Seventy six. Seventy six. April of seventy six. And and we'll get around to this later, but you built a car, a Studebaker. Yeah. That went two hundred miles an hour at Bonneville with the air conditioning on. Yeah, we went about two forty one. Two forty one. So we'll we'll circle back to that, but let's go back to the amber car because I I, I haven't we've been in here filming. I they you know, they, they nail me to the floor here, but I get a chance to escape out to go to the bathroom every once yeah, in a while. Yeah. That's why I ran into you the first time. Yeah, I was making a bathroom run. I was like, there. Jack. <laughs> you know. So uh so that that's not an amber project is not something that you take I mean, uh, approach lightly. That that's a pretty serious operation. Well, it is, and, and the truth is, I didn't really have that in mind when I built it. I just wanted to build a car I built, you okay, know? and that's the car I wanted. And I did, you know, I've been thinking about it for a long time, so uh-huh. I kind of knew what I wanted, pretty pretty close. And uh, it actually went back probably to when I was in school. I think I first got the seeds of it uh-huh. back then because my dad was a Chrysler guy. Okay. Plymouth more. And uh, they weren't, ran torsion bars. So, uh-huh. you know, kind of, oh, torsion bars. So, you know, so this was, yeah. and I thought, and I've always kind of wanted to build a car with torsion bars. Uh, and that is kind of started the idea that that's why the name of the car is the Champ Deuce. Okay. Because it's like, I wanted to, you notice the wheels are, those are real Indy car wheels okay. in that car. Okay. They're, they're not, 
new ones. They're uh-huh. old ones. I'm probably 40 from, years old. From the 50s? Yeah, 50s and early 60s. Okay. Yeah, they started using that wheel. Uh-huh. And they're 18s and 16s. 16s on the front, 18s in the back. Uh-huh. But um, so this whole IndyCar, could we build an IndyCar-influenced car but still make it a traditional roadster? Okay. okay. That's where it kind of started. Okay. And so on about Which is a nice, it's a weird, eclectic sort of blend it, you know, uh, of, it is. of two, two different types of avenues. It is, but, it, you know, Indy was, I was an IndyCar nut when I was in school. Because, uh-huh. And my, I, my uncle, my great uncle, was the first chief of tech at Indy. Really? Yeah. And what so, was his name? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> it's not important. <laughs> um, my dad told chief him. Chief of tech for how many years? No, he started that. He was the first one. Wow. And I don't know how long he did it because he died before I never knew him. Oh, okay. okay. But I did meet I did uh, meet his daughters, and I went up and, uh-huh. you know, and, and visited them quite a wow. bit. Wow. So you have a direct That was my connection. Indy. That's what, yeah. that was the spark. Oh, okay. Okay. The Indy thing. That's what. That's kind great. Of, so I started going to Indy after, you know, when I could. Uh-huh. And, and I, you know, became, I'm a big fan and. And and I got a, a a shout out to Jackie Howerton out there on there for inspiration because uh-huh. I went up when I went to got to Indy, I met Jackie right away. Okay. And so you know he he at that time he was going kind of tired of racing. He wants to talk about hot rods. So, uh-huh. so I was the hot rodder and he was the racer and and so he taught me told me about we were talking about racing and I was talking about hot riding. And it was just a great relationship. And yeah. So that was all part of the formation of this this idea uh-huh. on this car. Hey, we'd like to thank our sponsor, ARP-Bolts.com. we got a fantastic little backdrop here. They make an outstanding series of bolts, almost anything you would need for engines, chassis, things like that. In fact, we were at lunch today, and a guy asked you about the, the, the bolt on the back of your shirt, and, it was, and, it was really, and I said, well, it's really about a head bolt. They neck the, 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 the stem down of the bolt on a short small block Chevy head bolt, so the clamp load is even across three different head bolt lengths on a small block Chevy. And, uh, you know, so that, that's the kind of technology that you get out of so, ARP. And uh, we, we've all got stories on all that right. stuff. Uh, but, for a uh, translation of what he said, call ARPbolts.com. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the message is that you can't get any better than that. No, you so cannot. There yep. you go. Nope. Excellent. And then just check them out at ARP-bolts.com. We'd like to thank our friends at InTheGarageMedia.com. They have three fantastic magazines. They've got Classic Truck Performance. They have Modern Rotting and my favorite, All Chevy Performance, with Nick, my buddy Nick, oh, you're the so editor. Biased. So Correct. yes, of course. Yes. But uh, they're doing print media, which yes. is, uh, of course, our favorite. So in color magazine. and everything. In color and everything, yes. and and you can get your your car on the cover of one of those books, right. which is right. a fun no, deal. A great yeah. tech. Great tech. You, you know, not always written by me, but yeah. People. Yeah. Not yeah. always written by me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Just so pick it up and read it. at yes. InTheGarageMedia.com, and uh, they're our friends, and uh, they will thank you. You know, I started collecting parts, you know, probably in 19, late 80s, early 90s. Really? You know, okay. You know, okay. And so, and then... Um, and just trying to, to, to got a rendering, got, had Tom Taylor do me a rendering in, in, in I think it's uh, 2000 or 99, you know, okay. 1999. And so then I kind of got it on paper mm-hmm. and it kind of just went from there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what uh, drivetrain? It's got, so it's got a Dodge, 1956 Dodge Hemi. Okay. It's a Hemi. Yes. Dodge yeah. Hemi. It's a, 
It's a, uh, it a started out as a 315 cubic inch motor. I Which stroke. is really tiny. Big engines, but a tiny displacement. Well, no, the Dodge is pretty small. That's mm. why I chose a Dodge, because it fits in a deuce pretty dang fix, nice. Fix it. No, okay. Yeah, so, and then I stroked it. It's a 355. Okay. And then I cast some aluminum heads for it, because nobody makes parts for those things. So you cast your own cylinder heads? Cast my own cylinder Whoa. heads. Cast a water pump riser. Ah, that's a, that, um, wow. Yeah, and, and, they, <laughs> and so, and, and, and I cast a water pump riser to get the fan up where it needs to be on okay. those things. Because I'd done that at Vintage Air. Okay. You know, we did that for the Chevys, but mm-hmm. did it for the Dodge. And, um, and, you know, and just, we started working on it about six and a half years ago in earnest. And we had our pile of parts, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, it just started, um, George Hagee was, uh, came on board, uh, right before that. And, and we were doing other stuff, I had other cars we were tinkering with mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and anyway, so, but we, yeah, about six and a half years ago, we started, okay, we're going to work on this now. Yeah. And so, yeah. And that was in the back of the vintage air in my shop in the back of vintage air. Okay. And so it never left my shop all through the building process, uh-huh. you know? But, uh, yeah, so we started on it, and, uh, you know, you just start. We got, the first thing we did was build a table to build, set the car on, right? Right, right. So I got a buddy who owns a machine shop, Gary Gates. He's here, and he has milling machines that are a lot bigger in this room. Wow, I mean? wow. He, and, and so we so can mill big pieces of yeah, steel. So, yeah. so we, put a, we did this table, and we put a, a piece of a half-inch steel plate with legs on it to roll around and stuff. And, uh-huh. then, we, and then we put aluminum plate on that. And, we, and then we took it over to him. And, he, and his thing is seven, uh, six feet by like 19 or 20. And he chucks it up in his mill and runs and surfaces <laughs> the whole thing. And it's dead nuts flat. You know? Wow. So anyway, that's how he got So you started. have a reference point now. You've well, got exactly. a perfectly I mean, flat reference point. You know, he had a good table to work on. And we, mm-hmm. just, we fabbed it from an old depot hack. That was the undercarriage was an old depot hat with those big steel wheels. And stuff. Really? And so we figured that would hold up. So yeah, we did that. And, and then we, you know, put the frame on it uh-huh. and started working on the car. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about you cast your own cylinder head. Not everybody does that. Well, I know, you know, it's one of those things where you go down an alley and all of a sudden you realize there's no exit the, from the alley. It's a dead end, right? It's a dead end. <laughs> and that's kind of what happened, you know. It's like, okay, um, yeah, I, I want aluminum heads while I'm talking to everybody. Nobody's got any. So, uh-huh. you know, okay, well, you know, we'd been doing casting at Vintage Air for a while, so mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, new. And so, um, you know, I, I, I drew up prints. Uh, I, I used the, 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 the original in, in f- 15, uh, the 315 and 325 used a, a really good head. It, it okay. Was a, it was that, that, that first, that was actually, as I understand it, I'm no, I don't know this for sure, but I believe that uh, most people think Chevrolet was the first one to do one horsepower per cubic inch. Actually, the Chryslers were ahead of I, them. I, yes, I think the Dodge. Yes, did at it two hundred and seventy-three inches or something like uh, that. Well, the, the, that would have been the, three, the early three fifteen, the three twenty-five. Okay, okay, yeah. By then they did okay. two forty-one. They did a two seventy. Then they jumped to the three fifteen. Okay. That's a tall deck motor. Okay, and this is a tall deck motor. Okay, okay, so, yeah. So yeah. yeah, so that's, that's so. Just, that. you just so you you had. Prints to work from, or did you do well, you you know, everything, your, measure everything yourself? Well, no, basically, I took one of those heads and I sent it to the foundry. And I said, 
I want to do this with a few exceptions, and I, I called out what I wanted to change. Okay. Just a few things. You okay. Know, little things that, you know. Now, did they have to saw that up in order to know where the water jackets and stuff are? Or? We did. We had to cut one okay. up. Okay. Look okay. At yeah, we had yeah. to cut one up. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Because I know Dart, for example, machine will, if you give them a print, you tell them this is what I want, they'll make yeah. it to, but it's made out of, it's billet. It's not a casting. Oh, I see. Yeah. It's a, it's yeah. a one-off thing and you, right. but you can do anything you want, but you did it the harder way, which is, which is to do a casting. Well, because I figure if I'm making a set for me, then, so, you know, I could probably, you know, make some extras and sell them, mm -hmm. you know, and, and Sure enough, so I mean, kind of recoup your in, your your yeah, investment a little yeah, bit, yeah. yeah. And so because I did, that's not a cheap thing to do, because well, you have to make sand moldings and all that you stuff. Have to, you have to make, make cores, you know, yeah. wood, you know, wooden cores, and, right, and right. Then, yeah, and then you do, yeah, sand. Mm -hmm. And um, so yeah, I did that, and and uh, and so that way I can make. I think I did about. I think I did enough for for twelve motors. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so anyway. twenty four cylinder heads. So yeah. you poured twenty four. Yeah. So you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then other people could enjoy the fruits of all your efforts, yeah, yeah, which is kind of nice. It's a way of paying it back to the industry, so to speak. Well, you know, it's something to do, too. So. Yeah. But, and then I did a water and, pump. And how has how's that been received? Well, I haven't told anybody. Oh. I mean, <laughs> so we're, we're debuting the information right well, here. You heard it here first. You know, I think <laughs> I said I haven't told anybody. I think I did uh, talk to somebody. They did an interview or something. Okay. And, okay. I, and I might have mentioned it there, but. That's okay. Uh, uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> It's, I didn't want to talk about it till I got this car done because okay. I don't need, you know, I had enough in your brain, I, right? Sure, exactly. So. And you don't, want to, you don't want to be distracted by people coming in and going, I want to buy a cylinder head. Yeah. Let me finish my car first. No, no, no. You've got one. I want it. Yeah. So so I, I, I've i got a, a batch of them with preliminary machining done, you know, the basic stuff. Right, right. Done now. And the deck just, and the, and the yeah. guides are drilled and, and well, drilled. Well, yeah. yeah. And so now, I've you know, i got to, you know, I'll just have to assemble. And it still uses the same valve train as the original engine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it can. Okay. Yeah, it can. Yeah. I'm using uh, um, some some aftermarket valve gear, but okay. uh, but you can use the stock gear too. Wow. Wow. And you can and you know there's guys also that'll make the uh, rocker arms. They'll give you the ratio you want. Take mm -hmm. a stock rocker arm and give you the ratio you want. So right. you can do that too. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That's, wow, that's great. Yeah. And what what induction system is on it? Uh, well, once again. Um, one of the guys in the machine shop, you know, was a pro mod tuner. Okay. And he, he was tuning most of the fast pro mod cars around the country at the vintage air machine shop. Uh -huh. So, you know, I was talking to him about it, you know, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. And he says, well, I make the induction system. I said, really? So yeah, he said, yeah, his name, Cody Chapman is his name. Okay. And, um, I, you know, I said, could you make, uh, I do. I did some drawings. Okay. I drew up what we needed. You know, mm -hmm. I know I knew what we needed, and and so I did some drawings and did the CAD file on them. Okay. And uh, and I, you know, and um, he said, "Yeah, I could do them." Well, you know, it wasn't quick. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens overnight. But right. he brought me some uh, 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 rapid prototypes pretty quick. You okay. Know? He got me some of those done, so we had to start there, and 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 so we made the the fuel, the throttle bodies for the injection system. Fuel okay. Injection system. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and well, whose fuel injection system are you using? Well, I'm using a, a Holly. A Holly, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm using Holly brains. And it's become stuff. kind of generic, you know, it could, because they're out there and it's easy to use. And Yeah, yeah. I knew one of the guys there, you know. And, right, and, right. And, uh, and I know their stuff was good because I used it on another car. Okay. You know, it worked out for okay. me real good. So, anyway, uh, yeah. So, once you started assembling the car, how long did it take? 
<clears throat> outside of making your own cylinder heads. Well, we may, you know, that's the, <laughs> uh, the good news and the bad news. Uh, another blind alley is, you know, we didn't, we're not real conventional on the, you know, this car. It didn't mm-hmm. use a lot of parts you could buy. So we ended up sure. making a lot of stuff. We made, well, we had Schroeder build us torsion bars and we made the machine, uh, a guy that's here with us, uh, Gary Gates, uh, uh, machined uh, the torsion bar arms okay. in his place. He's the guy that machines the tables and stuff. Okay. And, um, and so we just started, you know, we made, honestly, that's why it took six and a half years. We just made too much of the stuff, uh-huh. you know. But that way, but oftentimes that's what you have to do, especially with a car, with an engine like that and, and the well, concept right. behind it. It's not a, shop, a part you can just grab off the shelf. You have to, you have to come up with it yourself. Yeah. It's like, I'll use a Dodge engine. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. And now you get, and the camshafts, there was nothing available. So a guy oh. named Nick Smithberg helped me out. Okay. Uh, and sure. he, he specced and helped, helped spec a camshaft. And then and you had to find a core. Yeah. Well, he yeah. had a core. Oh, he had a core. Okay. He had one core. Well, that's one. Oh, <laughs> well, and, yeah. Hopefully that's all you need. No. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, and, and so he is gave, it a roller or a flat tap it? It's a roller. It's okay. It's a roller. roller. Okay. All right. So and that, uh, now we have to worry about breaking it in and losing your only core. That would be bad. Right. Well, yeah. And so he he kind of and then we then comp cams grounded for us. Okay. And uh, so we were good there. And yeah. The, and the rest yeah. of the draft valve train and stuff wasn't too tough. Uh huh. The I used some aftermarket rockers. I'm. Sorry, I can't remember exactly the yeah. name. It's and been then, a while. Since the I rotating know. assembly was essentially, you just said you, you stroked we used it? A, yeah, we did offset ground the crank. Okay. And okay. stroked it that yeah. way. Yeah. And uh, it's a, it was a stock crank. Those those, those old Dodge and Chrysler Were they cranks. steel cranks back yeah. then? Okay. Yeah. Great crankshafts. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So well, if they're steel, so, you can work with them. Yeah, yeah. no, it yeah. was. And and so we, we did that. And, uh, and. Yeah, I got the car. And there's a guy named Donnie Anderson in, in San Antonio. He's okay. built all, kind of built all my motors from the cars where I built them, you know. Okay. If we built a, used a crate motor, then no. But yeah. But he built the motor for the Studebaker. Okay. You know, and uh, and that old black 39 sedan that I drove yeah. a million miles. Yeah, yeah. He built that motor. In fact, one of the times I ran into you, you were at an autocross event with Mark Stilo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think it was in that car, wasn't it? The 39? No, I, I had a Can-Am car, a little Lola, and a, and a little uh, 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 36 Ford Coupe. I think that's... The little green 36 I Coupe. I think that was the car. Transaxle yeah. in the back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and an Ellis motor. And uh-huh. it, it was a real good car on the track. Yeah, yeah. Of, That's my kid's car. <laughs> Landis's car, and, and we built it together. Excellent. Yeah, and so yeah. anyway, I'm, I know that's a lot. I don't not sure mm-hmm. but uh, so you're up against some stiff competition in the amber well you, you know as, some, as it is always right no yeah. i mean yeah there's some great, beautiful cars out there and you know we all came here to, uh, you know brought what we wanted to uh-huh. bring and you know yeah. it's neat i mean i, I think I, just being here is just, an honor right i mean no, just to have your car entered in the show as an amber absolutely potential? Yeah. absolutely yeah. It's, it's you know I, I really you know i'm really um enjoying being part of it you mm-hmm. know it's it's a great tradition and, yeah and uh you know the guys you go out there and you talk you know you know who's out there you know, yeah all, uh, all the guys are out there and they brought their their cars their good uh-huh. cars and and uh you know it's it's so uh, you know you got to do what you want you know you got to do the car that you want to do and then i think you got to just let the let's take care of itself yep you know yep. exactly exactly and, and that's the whole point of hot rodding is, is yeah. the fact that when it was mr peterson's definition you know, it's it's not narrow by any stretch of the imagination. It's very open ended because exactly. you want to build what what speaks to you. Yeah, 
And this and this interesting combination of pieces and parts and 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 approaches and and I uh, you know it's beautiful. Well, it's absolutely beautiful. It's got a you know it's got a winner's quick change mm-hmm. in it. So that's you know it's hot racing parts and right and, has that uh, Bonneville influence there. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and the dry yeah, lakes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and and Indy because they all use those. And things. Indy, sure, yeah. yeah. And uh, so yeah, and the wheels are. I think I said the wheels are eighteen and sixteen 18, inch Indy car yeah, wheels. Yeah, so, yeah. So that yeah that kind of stuff is. Is the influences that I, I want? I still want it to be very traditional, mm-hmm. you know, traditional car, uh-huh. but with 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 that that racing kind of influence. Sure, yeah. So let's backtrack a few decades, and uh, you decided to build a two hundred mile an hour Studebaker with yeah. a with a big block in it, big block Chevy. Yeah, it was a, a World Products Super Block. Yeah, you know, that tall deck job. Right, and, and right. I forget what the stroke and on it was, but it's. That's a big long crankshaft, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah and the, uh, the concept was take it to Bonneville and go 200 miles an hour with it. And you went two, did we say 241? 241. 241. Uh, out the back door. Yeah. yeah, with the air conditioning on. With the air conditioning. Yeah. On. Yeah. And the Studebaker body style that was the Presidente body style. Yeah, it was or a commander. It was a commander. Commander. It was a commander hardtop. Mm-hmm. Hardtop with the no. Which know. is a very famous car at Bonneville. There's a lot of people that used it because. It was it was clean for, for yeah. its for its age because that yeah. was what a 50, 53. 53. yeah 53. and uh, I'll I'll never forget I, I kicked myself forever and ever I was working for a Dodge dealership in my hometown of Boone Iowa but right you know before I went to college and the owner had lost the lease on his storage shed that he had and he had a Commander. And I was, you know, he's a young guy. I was 19 years old. And, yeah. and he said, you know, you're into cars, aren't you? And I go, oh, yeah, I got my big block Chevelle. And he says, I lost my lease on my storage. You want this? And it was like, I, I knew enough, yeah. you know, at 18 or 19 that, that this was a car they raced at Bonneville. Right. This has history. This, I mean, that, that particular car didn't. It was just a production car. But it was like, I have no place to put it. You know, my mom was renting a house with no garage. You know, so yeah. our cars all sit outside and it's like, I can't park it in the backyard. Mom won't let me do that. Yeah. So I had to pass on it and oh. I just kicked myself forever, you know, because I had a chance to have one of those yeah. cars yeah. and engine turn dash. And yeah, the, no, that, the gauges oh, that was and, a Hawk. That was a Hawk. It was yeah. a Hawk. Yeah, okay. Either yeah. a Power Hawk or a Silver Hawk yeah. or a Golden Hawk because they oh. had that engine turn dash. In yeah. It. That's what I put in mine. I put a Hawk dash in it because I love that dash. Yeah. Dash. And it was like, you know, maybe you said, could I just have the dash? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you got to think it's all or nothing, dude. Yeah. You know, you, you don't have a choice here. But uh, I had to pass on it, you know, yeah. so kick myself forever. But so let's, let's talk about because that was probably an adventure in itself, taking it to Bonneville and running 200 mile an hour. 241. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, no, yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, we yeah, it was fun. We uh dragged the car out there and and um you know, first time ever been I never even been there before, so you Okay, so you never you'd never been to Bonneville. Never wow. been okay. there, not even to watch. So, yeah, we just loaded the car. <laughs> He loaded the car up and here we go. Well, I think that's a theme of of discussions that we've had with people is that I didn't, you know, because it, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So you just say, well, how tough can this be? You know, this is the idea. We've built the car. We've got the facility. They're going to let us run the car. What could happen, right? Yeah, right. And it yeah. worked. Yeah, yeah. And it worked as 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 a rookie team, so to speak, yeah. which is which now looking back at it probably was 
you know, shocking even that, that, that everything worked the way it was supposed to. But I, a know, lot of that has to do with prep on the car, and you had yeah. guys working on it that knew what they were doing. No, you're right, though. I mean, it was just like we went out there and we did it, and we were done, <laughs> and it's just like— <laughs> I think, didn't Gray do the story? Did Gray do the story on he the did, car? Yes, yeah. he did. And he went out to the El Mirage with us one time and took a little, yeah, I oh, run him up down El really? Mirage one time. Oh. And he, he really, you know, you know, Gray. You know? Yeah, yeah. And he goes, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> He's so bitchy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, he would come into my office when I was the editor of Hot Rod. He would, he had just come back from Bonneville. I forget yeah. what year it was. Yeah. And, you know, back then, now everybody's in cubicles. And but back then we all, each had our own individual office, and he, I just have the corner of my eye, so I walk by, and he comes back in. He sticks his head around the corner, looks at me, and goes, <laughs> and then walked away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was like oh, it's great, you know. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's just just a wonderful, wonderful person because yeah, that yeah. was. And he would have a little rug that he would take out, so when he got on his knees to shoot low angle shots and stuff, and everybody called it his prayer rug. Because he would go out there every year at Bonneville was his his that was his mecca, yeah. yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when we went out there that time, Tom Medley went tagged along too. So can you really? imagine? Oh, Tom yeah, and Gray. Tom Medley and Gray, and oh they were God. going back and forth. Because Tom Medley was the very first employee at Peterson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, he's a and very when good I friend. when I started at Carcraft, his son Gary was our editorial assistant. You know, so I walked in and he introduced himself. I said. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, my eyes are this big anyway because I'm working at Carcraft Magazine and went yeah. behind the years, kid from Iowa. And uh, I said, Tom Medley's son? <laughs> you know, he, yeah. You yeah. know, and it was like, not a big deal. Gary. You know, and we still talk today. It's fun. Yeah. It's, yeah, he's yeah. a good guy. Good guy. Yeah, so while it, we were out on El, El Mirage, the sun went down. Oh, yeah. Not, we had no idea yeah. how to get out of there because there's soft so, spots everywhere. Right. And, and it's you get so stuck in dark. that thing and you never get out. So yeah. we, we went over and talked. There, you know, a guy lives right on the edge of El Mirage. A guy has a house. Really? There. We walked over into his house about a quarter of a mile or so. <laughs> how do we get out of here? And he says, I'll show you. <laughs> so. So we'd like to thank our sponsor, ARP and ARP-Bolts.com. And, uh, I mean, we all three build cars. We all work yeah. on this stuff. And I, I mean, tinker. You tinker. I we, tinker. Yes, we all build. Yeah, and, and you know what? It's, it's kind of a, a really cool multiple-purpose fastener for me because there's all the science and all the technology, which is bottomless. Trust me. Unbelievable amount of research that they put into these sure, things. absolutely. And on top of it, you get them out of the, the package, and they're absolutely beautiful, which I've joked before. It's like jewelry for your right. car. When the pre-oil. We're building yep. a, when we're, yeah, and when we're building a high-end car, it, there isn't anything else going on. It. I need, it's part of the criteria for right. me to have them lining the engine bay, not just on the engine, everywhere. Yeah. Right. So right. you get all the strength, the durability, the reliability, and fantastic good looks. Right. Sure. Kind of like Jeff here. And without, yeah. without peer. Without peer. <laughs> with, and you know what? Or pair. With, with, without peer. There's, no, there's nobody else Correct. that does that what is, they do. It is. So check them out at arp-bolts.com, and they can help you out. So we'd like to thank our friends at allamerican.com. They make some fantastic suspension pieces, coilover shock conversions. We put one on my Chevelle. Outstanding little piece of, of operation. I just did a and, story uh, on an El Camino. And on El Camino, El that's Camino. right. And it's in running uh, a hot rod. Look at and, that. Yeah. 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 So, and then I, I think there is, there's a little promo there's for- There's a promo code, CARGUY10. So when you're online, put in CARGUY10 and you will get 10% off. Look at that. Awesome. Well, that's not bad. And we don't expect Absolutely. you to send any part of that back to us. No. So I think, I think you, we what? should really, really push that, right? You know? Absolutely. 
so you're I'd on your like own. Some. You're on your own. So thanks again to AldenAmerican.com and uh, check them out. I heard a story that the name Muroc actually came. It was the reverse spelling of Corum family that first settled oh. there. I don't know if that's true or not, but it sounds right. You know, it sounds plausible. So no, I, I, yeah, 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 fact check. check. Yeah, 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 yeah. There I, you go. There you go. I don't I haven't heard that, but I believe it. Yeah, it it, be. the car got really dirty though, didn't it? Well, it, you know, it's that silty it, stuff. It is, it's and it's so oily, fine. and it's oily kind of. And it finds oil. its way into everything. It does, and it just like you just, it, yeah, it just blankets the car and it sticks. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, we brought it. I brought the car all the way back to Texas, and that stuff was still just all over <laughs> it. You know, you got to take a hose and, and oh a yeah, sponge and, and then and then you probably had to almost disassemble the car after yeah. Bonneville, right? Yeah. Because yeah. the salt gets everywhere. Yeah, you do. I, you do. My friend yeah, John Bechtel built, you know, built a. I think it was Sea Gas Coupe Firebird, and uh, was that true about that thing? Amazing, isn't it? I, there's still a couple of wow. synapses that still work. Who knew? And and um, uh, brought the car home, and I went to his house just to you know to kind of go over what had happened because I was tenuously involved with the crew slightly, and I mean it was just caked. Yeah. And salt. Yeah. And it's like, how are you going to get rid of this? He goes, well, I'm probably going to kill every plant in my backyard. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm just going to hose all this down. And it's going to be like the Sultan Sea in my backyard. Everything's going to die. And 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 put up, I've heard you put sprinklers under the car. Yeah. And let yeah. them run for days. Right. Yeah. And it's still rusted. Whatever it's still you, rusted. Whatever you can do. You what, know. Were you able to, you know. Well, and, the, and the, you know, this car, you know, it's a it had carpet in it. Yeah, right? yeah. It's not a race car. Right. I mean, it's a race car, but it's not a race car. Right. But it had carpet in it, so the carpet, it had the salt, oh, it, 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 yeah. you just had, yeah, you just had yeah. to take it all apart. I, I had an idea to run my Chevelle at one time at, at the Dry Lakes, and right. my friend Tim Moores had run for many, many years out there, and he says, don't do it, because you'll <laughs> never get all the dirt out of the car, yeah. ever. You'll be driving around, you know, with the windows down, all of a sudden, this will <laughs> just blow up in your face, because yeah. it'll be... Dust that you didn't even know was there. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Window cranks and just gum up and everything else. So, yeah. yeah. So, so then you took it on. Then you took the car on Power Tour. Yeah. Because I remember we would we'd hang out with you guys because, uh, yeah. and that was a pretty radical camshaft to make the horsepower to go that fast and then drive it on the street. Yeah. And it kind of broke some valve springs, as I recall. Yeah. 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 But yeah. you know, those were, remember, all the guys got together and they left from the back of the Peterson on the parking lot yeah, there yeah. and everybody. And it's just all these guys showed up and it, who knew, you know, and, <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. It was a yeah, lot of fun. I think I was, I was hanging out with your, your mechanic at the time. And Probably. I was like, this is like the fourth valve spring I've changed. Yeah. And that was like, Donnie, the Donnie. engine builder okay, guy. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was like, well, yeah. And now looking back at it, I mean, radical camshafts back in the day yeah. and valve trains were not, to handle that on, you know, because you're driving on the road with all that same valve lift and everything else. It That's was right. Exactly the way the engine was built. Yeah. Which was a testament, really, to the engine itself that you could go 241. Yeah. Do you remember how much horsepower it made? No, no, yeah, it's it, it it's right, it's right at a thousand. Horsepower. Thousand horsepower. Okay. Yeah, it was a mild normally, motor. It's normally mild. aspirated. Normally yeah, aspirated. but it's a 700 inch motor. Right. Right. And, and right. that was a big motor back then. Yeah. And, but and yeah. what transmission? Jericho. A Jericho. Okay. Yeah. 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 And Jericho is still in it for the power tour. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, no, yeah, no. It's, those are for those of you who don't know. That's a straight cut gear. Well, you know, in the first three gears, they howl like crazy, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And I'm running, yeah. I was running straight cuts in the in the quick change. Uh huh. So yeah, he's yeah. Like, Whoa. Yeah, it's 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 singing to you, right? Yeah, I was thinking, <laughs> but that's part of the ambiance of the car, it was, right? It, yeah, it didn't yeah. bother, didn't bother yeah. us a bit. And you know, uh, on that power tour, you know, the first thing we did coming out of L.A. Mm -hmm. and we cut up and we cut across to. 
what is that? Uh, going to Vegas. Uh, oh, 15? Yeah, going I think to, so. And, yeah. we, and it was like a 200-mile trip, but it was like nobody there. Yeah. It was just open road and, uh-huh. and you know, so... <laughs> Opened it up a couple times, yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> of yeah. course, yeah. you have to with a you car know, like yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, what are you gonna yeah. do? Oh yeah, got all this power and a straight road <laughs> and no oils around. Let's do this. <laughs> yep, yep. We've all been there. Yeah, We've yeah. all been there. Yeah. So, in new projects, I mean, obviously, this is you know a stunning example of your yeah. work. But yeah. um, you have some other ideas and things you want to do. You know, I, I I'm probably gonna. Probably not. I think I've got what I need right okay. now. You know, I have okay. Tom's 40. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes. So we should tell that story. Okay. So mentioning Tom Medley. Yeah. So Tom Medley's first employee of Peterson, and he had a 40 or 41? 40 coupe. 40 coupe. Yeah, deluxe. And, and lived in Burbank and had the, had the car yeah. in his little, you know, World War II era house. Yep. So it's a tiny little garage. Yeah. And all of his all of his drawings were in there too. A lot of them, but yeah, some um, of them were on other places. Yeah, they, which, some, which was good. Yeah. Because what happened, unfortunately, was this was probably about what fifteen years ago, something Gosh, like that. I, 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 oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Somewhere so, around in there. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. he went to start it up to go take it for a little putt, whatever, and the carburetor backfired. Next thing you know, it's on fire. Yeah, no, I think it was actually in the garage when it... It, it was in the garage, yes, 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 yes. you're right, yeah. So right. it was in the garage, backfired, yeah. and... It knocked him down. Yeah, it, yeah. He, he fell and back. by this time, he was probably in his 80s, right? Yes. Yeah. So then it just got out of control, and by the time the fire department got there and put it out, it had pretty much destroyed the car. It, it, and it, most of the garage, where a lot of his... Because, again, for the some of you who may not know, Tom Medley penned the, the character Stroker McGurk. To which were which was a continuing cartoon in Hot Rod magazine, yeah. and he was, in in various ways, was very innovative. I think the very yeah. first use of a parachute to slow a car down was in a Tom Medley Stroker McGurk cartoon. That says I and, understand. And I and Gary put together a book. Yeah, that's if I bought it from yeah. him. I said I got to have this book Great because book. it's part of Peterson history. And yeah. and he was still Tom was still there when I started in '79. Yes. Yeah, and you know and met him a few times and said you know I'm I'm a I'm a Stroker McGurk fan. You know. Yeah. <laughs> He was in the library right by then, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. So, uh, in fact, a great story about that. Uh, the librarian, Jane, that was working there, we called her Jungle Jane. And and um, so my very first day, so they take me downstairs to the photo lab, which was next to the library, and said, at 8490 Sunset, and said, you know, this is our new staff guy, you know, sign in, you know, give me a brock, block of, a brick of film, to, you know, 400 film, and and then here's our library if you need stuff. So I met Jane, I met Tom, and and so Jane says, uh, you know, what your name is Jeff Smith, right? I'm, yeah, and she goes, um, man, I, you know, I, I I know most of the writers, I just don't really recall seeing your byline before. He's, she said, what were you doing before you came here? I said, working at a gas station in Ames, <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> you know, and she looked at me like. You're kidding me, right? I went, nope, nope, pretty much is true. <laughs> and and Rick Fogland hired me, took a chance on me, and I, we've talked, we've told this story before, but there were two guys that came up for the job at, at Carcraft in 1979 to replace um, Al Kirschbaum, who had gone to Hot Rod, and um, and it was Cam Benty and I. Oh God. Yeah. So here we are. Our, our, our I've done this many, many times, yep. but our careers have done this for, what's that now? 40-some-odd years. 44 years? 44 years? Yikes. Mm. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, great stuff. And and Tom Millie. So then the car got burned up really badly. Got burned. And and 
went so, down to a shop down in San Diego. Well, yeah. Right? So, you know, I, I, we were in, out of town somewhere, uh-huh. way away, and we heard about it. And so I called um, Randy, uh, uh, Randy Clark down at Hot Rods and Custom okay. Stuff. Right. And, uh, you know, I says, Tom's car burned. We need to do something. So yeah. uh, anyway, we, we, we did a bunch of things to raise money. Mm-hmm. You know, Randy never probably really got taken care of taken completely. Taken care of the way he should have. Because, for what he did. Because when your car gets burned, man, I mean, it, it, there wasn't it, probably a straight panel on that car. No. Right? And, and to Oof. his credit, unbelievable. He say, and if you saw the pictures of this thing, you wouldn't uh-huh. have believed it. But he's, he saved all the sheet metal on that car That's except amazing. for the hood. Wow. We just talked about that yesterday. Because it was so cooked so badly that it was yeah, so the hood it just, had to be replaced. You know, and then he had Tom had another hood in the garage. <laughs> so I mean not in the garage but the storeroom. In the storeroom. Okay. You know, okay. Know. So he so, had all the pieces to put it back together. Yeah. So and it was a flathead, correct? No, it had a, a small block Chevy. Oh, okay. He was, a, he was a buddy of the uh, guy that ran the racing program for General Motors. Okay. And, you know, and Tom told him about his car, and he says, well, just, you know, you're going to get a package. Yeah. <laughs> and, and a, uh, you it know, a, a nice little motor uh, from the race shop showed up, and it's still in there. Really? Still motor. So they same. saved the motor and rebuilt it? Yeah, the motor wow. w- it was able to be saved. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, Excellent. Yeah, so, yeah, anyway. And then what trans was in it? It was probably like a, yeah, it's a, was it? yeah, it's a, a turbo 300 or, or turbo something 350, like that. Or something like that. Yeah, 400. Okay. I, okay. I, honestly, I can't remember. Right okay. Now. All right. But anyway. So, so they saved the car. Yeah. Gave it back to him. And then you, and you, then you bought it from the family after Tom passed away. Yeah, when, yes. Yeah, okay. When, yeah. When, you know, uh, Gary, Tom's son, when, you know, after it's over, you know, he, I, um, Tom willed the car to his, his uh, Gary's daughter. Okay. I think it was, but Gary, mm-hmm. you know. And so, you know, Gary got the car. And, you know, Gary, you know, he kind of didn't know. He didn't have the space for it and stuff. And, you know, he uh-huh. said, he said, he said, I'd like you to buy this car, you know. And I said, you know, Gary, he gave it to you. I want you to take it. Yeah, you know? it should stay in the family. Yeah, yeah. and I said, you, you, you take it. And I said, but if you decide you you're going to sell it no matter what I say, mm-hmm. no matter whatever I think. Right. Um, uh, call me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, you know, it was about, I think it was a couple of years and his, and he, and his daughter just, I, I think she, she was in college and I think it was just tough for her. Right. And, right. and she just couldn't see herself doing that. And mm-hmm. I think, so he called me and I said, okay. Yeah. Well, it went to a good home. Yeah. No, it, you know, it's, <laughs> and it's, the story survives. You know, that, that's the thing that you think about is that, is that there's so much history with this car and who Tom was and the things he did for Peterson and, and for hot rodders in general and karting. He was a big karting guy. A big go-karting guy. Big karting guy. In fact, and, I have three and, of his go-karts. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, excellent. He, excellent. That I got him from him. We traded stuff. <laughs> Tom. So you know, there's so much history there that yeah. you, you, know, you hope that it doesn't get lost. And with you, yeah. it's not. Yeah, you know? no. So it's that's great. That's it's outstanding. It's got a home, but yeah. 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 yeah so. so many cars you have? Oh, I, I don't have that many anymore. I've kind of scaled down, but okay. I got the 40. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, the, well, if I count my kid, the cars my kid, we did for my kids. So I got a 36 Ford 3 window coupe. Yeah, okay. one. And I've got a little, that 59 green El Camino. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, what else? Uh, oh, yeah. My daughter has a little 57 Corvette. Ooh, nice. Yeah. 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 Little, yeah it's on. Yeah, and a T-Bird? And a, yeah, a 56 T-Bird, which okay. I gave to one of my other daughter. Uh-huh. And um, 
nice, nice eclectic mix of vehicles. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. It's not like me where it's like single focus guy. <laughs> I had, I had a, I had a Lola T seventy, but I, I just Ooh, sold it recently. Uh, so the yeah, one outside like here that, yeah. was like that one outside, which was, and I had a Lola T one sixty, which was kind of a road race car. Wow, it was a Can Am car, was it was. Okay, and I'd take that up to the track and yeah. That was, that was fun. She didn't care for it. My wife didn't care for it that much. Ooh. Oh, she man. It I just think, I mean, ultimate vehicle. Well, it was. A performance vehicle. Had a lot so of did fun. you get a chance driving it? Oh, yeah, sure. We oh, took it up man. there, and, and uh, it was uh, about 675 horsepower and 1,500 pounds. Woo! That, 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 that will, you know, <laughs> do this you. Know, but, it, yeah. it, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, you might go do a little loop every once in a while, but pretty much, I mean, it was a good driving car, yeah. and it was a lot of fun. It yeah, was a lot of fun. Wow, wow. Well, this has been great. This has been a lot of fun. Great stories, you know. And that's what that's what we're trying to do here. You know, it's like yeah. uh, I, I I was just telling Harry Hibbler was here not too long ago, yeah. just a few minutes ago. We're going to try and see if we can find him still at the show. We'll, we'll grab him in here, but um, you know, there are just so many stories. And I was telling him that I'm working on a story right now, again, historical based. You know, a, a, a piece on. Uh, interviewing four older transmission builders that were there at the beginning. And, you know, it's just a lot of fun and, and, and I'm, I'm having a lot of fun doing it. So, you so know, this is, this is the kind if, of stuff we need to do. If you take the guys that are here today and mm -hmm. who, you know, at this deal and take yeah. the stories. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It would you know, be Cause they're, who's, who's not here. I mean, they're yeah. all here. Yep. I mean, um, you just name it, and they're yeah. here, and it's, yeah. it's, it's such an opportunity. I'm yeah. glad you're taking advantage. Well, thank you so much for coming. Yeah. Thank you, and sir. so much for sharing some stories with us. It's been yeah. fantastic. And uh, if you need to know more, uh, just keep watching this show. So we want to thank our friends at ARP-Bolts.com and also our pals at the Grand National Roaster Show for helping us, giving us a little spot here to do this, and, and, and you bring your car, and hopefully, hopefully you win the Amber Award. Well, you know, yeah. if, if that happens, then that'd be great. But yep. you know what? I, it, it's the main thing here, is right? it's finished here. It got finished. It's here. And then well, yeah. can't wait to and get it. That's a win in itself. That's yeah, a win that's, itself. that's it. And yep. can't wait to get it home and put some miles on it. <laughs> Excellent. So thanks for watching. Click the button to subscribe, and we'll keep telling you stories. <laughs>